This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, what up? Happy Tuesday. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Once again, Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Back, Major Mortgage Man Cave on the road as we continue our road trip at Green Meadow Country Club. And uh, appreciate uh, Todd and the gang for uh, helping us out and letting us uh, basically have a place to live for a week while our uh, remodel continues. Uh, at the, uh, at the ma- original Major Mortgage Man Cave. Big show coming up today. We're going to talk to Gil Brandt, NFL.com senior analyst, uh, draft coming up on Thursday, round one. Is Trevor Lawrence number one? I mean, it's pretty obvious who goes two, who goes three. Where does Trey Lance get drafted? The uh, North Dakota State, uh, star. And uh, we'll talk to Gil coming up. It's always fun to check in with uh, with him. And uh, also Ryan Cutter is going to join us, the assistant golf professional here at Green Meadow Country Club. He's got an interesting story. And uh, he's also going to golf 100 holes, or he's going to try uh, to golf 100 holes for charity on Thursday. So uh, we'll talk to him about that. And uh, just a lot more coming up. It's going to be a fun, fun day. And uh, as always, right? I mean, we just have a blast. Okay, now what's going on? We got double audio again. Is it this one? Yep, there it is. Um, so anyway, here we go. You can watch live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. You can uh, listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com, and uh, and so much more. Just go to JasonWalkerShow.com. You can text at uh, or uh, email, rather, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. You can tweet at Sports on the Twitter. All right, so uh, let's see. On this day in history coming up, too. But we're going we're gonna to start with something we broke yesterday here, and that was the Frontier Conference golf t- uh, champions, uh, Rocky Mountain College men, Carroll College women, and the individual winners not going to the Nationals. Why? Well, Frontier, uh, Frontier Conference only had five teams compete, and uh, once LC State left the league two years ago. Uh, and uh, or coming up, the, the LC State left this year, rather, but uh, or this last year. But with only five teams, you have to have six, and according to NAI, to have an automatic qualifier. Now there's some confusion. I've uh, <laughs> been in in contact with some folks, and it's um, who's at fault here? Is it the NAIA? Is it the uh, Frontier Conference? And the athletics director or athletic directors of the frontier, because in the press release for the frontier conference tournament, it said 
you know, they're going to play in, in the Boise area, Eagle, Idaho, and uh, the winners go to the Nationals. And now all of a sudden you find out you can't. I know that they're appealing, but whose fault is this? Where does the where does the fault lie? And you know, someone someone's got to get in trouble for this. Now, if if there was miscommunication, that's one thing. But man, this doesn't look good if you're the frontier, uh, Kent Paulson and the athletics director, uh, athletic directors. I uh, texted Commissioner Paulson, great guy, good friend of the show. And uh, he was uh, traveling, so we'll uh, we'll try to get in touch with him next week. Uh, we were talking, to, uh, but it, it's just who's who's at fault? And it does. It says right in the email, uh, right in the uh, press release, rather, that the Frontier Conference winners will go to nationals. Now, here's the here's the here's part of something to look at with this. Okay. And I know we're having problems on the Facebook. Try YouTube. Try uh, try, uh, try Twitter at Jay Walker Sports. Um, but this appears to be a conference mess up. Now, football have played with five teams, right? Because three opted out: Southern Oregon, uh, Western, and Tech didn't play football in the spring. You had Carroll play four games, win three of them, and call itself a conference champ. Five football teams in the spring. They got an auto bid to the uh, football national playoffs. Why doesn't golf? It's a, and it, why? This wouldn't happen and it didn't happen in basketball or football. So why is, why is golf being treated like this by the conference, by its athletic directors? Now, I know the golf's in the non-revenue sport. It's not going to make you any money. But you know what? Football cost you money this year. Basketball cost you money this year. Nothing made money in the frontier this year. So don't use that as an excuse. Well, it's a non-revenue sport. It costs something like twenty four hundred dollars to play at national or play at the conference tournament per team or per school rather for ten players. You know, I know the NAIA has rules and the conferences play by the rules. Now, if you have six teams, that's the automatic qualifier. Football played with five. Golf had five. Why are they not invited to nationals? Now, if you're the NAI, you let them in and you make this right. You let the individual winners, the Carroll women and the Rocky men, go off to their respective national tournaments. But this wouldn't, I mean, can you imagine if football didn't have an automatic qualifier? Now, I'm told there was a waiver this year. But if that was the case, then why are these teams not allowed to go? There's no way that this happens in football. If only five teams play, let's just say five teams play in the fall. (laughs) 
Now, the Frontier Conference football is not nearly as strong as it was even six years ago. But, I mean, Carroll got blitzed 55 nothing by Morningside. Morningside's going to win three in a row. Now, granted, this spring season, we know it doesn't count. That's not real. Half the teams played. Some conferences, like the Frontier, played four games. Hey, you won three, you're a conference champ. But this doesn't happen in football. Why is it only for golf? Why is golf getting screwed by the Frontier Conference? You got, I mean, Carol's man, you got a football player, Rex Irby, who's also playing golf. So, these kids are multi-sport athletes in the frontier. Why are the golf teams getting screwed? Simple question. And I think a legit question. So we'll try to get some answers. We'll look at that. Uh, by the way, if you missed it yesterday, our auto concepts performance of the week was uh, the Carroll women's golf team. They weren't expected to do anything. And a team that literally gets just barely above zero support from its own school for scholarships. It's uh, <laughs> They won, which is pretty cool. First, first time in school history winning the women's team title. So there's that. Uh, oh, okay, so I saw this today. I, I want to know your thoughts. We'll probably talk more about it later tomorrow, but the Pioneer League, which as we know is going to play unaffiliated this year. It's an independent partner league with the Major League Baseball. So they announced today that tie ball games, tie ball games are are not going to have extra innings. Okay? No extra innings. What does that mean? <laughs> well, how are they going to how are you going to win? Well, here's the thing. So, this is according to media. Each team will designate a batter who will receive 5 pitches. And the team that hits the most home runs in those five pitches will receive the win. If their home run extra inning derby is tied after five swings each, then another hitter selected for sudden death. The uh, Pioneer League said the rule is, uh, quote, designed to avoid the excessive strain on our pitching staffs, uh, end quote. It's uh, it's crazy. Uh, so if you hit a home run and the other team doesn't, you win in extra innings because there's no such thing. Not going to put the runner on second, which, okay, ready for this? Other Pioneer League rule changes this year. A designated pinch hitter. Once per game, a pinch hitter can bat for a player, but the original player may then return to his defensive position until and unless substituted. The pinch hitter may not come back. You can get a designated pinch runner. What is this, softball? You get a designated pinch runner. Again, once per game, a designated pinch runner runs for a player. The original player may then return to the lineup unless substituted out. Uh, check swings. A hitter may, may appeal a check swing 
to a base umpire, but only the defensive team can ask. Or under the standard baseball rules, only the defensive team can ask. So now the hitter can appeal. Uh, and three-man umpire crews, because that's going to help. Uh, I just, I, I don't, I'm, I just feel like the Pioneer League is just, I don't know, right? It's the pine. I love it. Wish it was still in Helena, but man, it's just slowly, slowly going to go away. I think, unfortunately. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and when we do, we're going to talk to uh, NFL.com senior analyst Gil Brandt, the ex-vice president and uh, of the Dallas Cowboys, one of the true great guys in all of the NFL. Uh, who does he have going number one in the draft? In fact, we'll get his top five. Where does he think North Dakota State's Trey Lance will go? How hard was it to analyze and judge players if there wasn't a season? So we'll talk to Gil Brandt coming up. Brian Cutter will join us as well. Uh, Thursday, Barry Abrams from ESPN will join us to talk Kentucky Derby preview. And Bill Ingvall will join us. The comedian uh, will join us live uh, about two, 48 hours from now here on the Jason Walker Show. He's got a show coming up in Helena on Sunday night at the Civic Center. I think tickets are still available. But we'll talk to Bill Ingvall. It'll be the second time he's joined us on the show. The first time... Uh, last year, we talked about prostate uh, health. So we'll ask Bill how his prostate is and his comedy. But when we return next here, Jason Walker Show, Gil Brandt will discuss the NFL draft. That is next. This is the Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. This is the Jason Walker Show. 
Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, live at Green Meadow Country Club as uh, we get set for uh, the new studio, which is coming in soon. But uh, we'll have Ryan Cutter talk some golf with us a little bit later on as uh, we are presented by Capital Collision Center. And I want to welcome in now my great friend. I've known this guy for a long, long time. He's always been great to me and my family. It is NFL.com senior writer Gil Brandt. How are you, my friend? Jason, I am great. I'm so happy to be on your show today in that great little town that you work in, and let's hope that we can have some fun for the next 10 minutes or so. Sounds like a a great plan. I know that you've been busy, but my first question, Gil, is how hard was it to analyze, get ready for the draft, when there really wasn't a season, so to speak, for a lot of these guys? Well, you know, you don't know what a guy's sitting out for a whole year, what it takes away from him. You know, the, the offensive lineman, Morgan, who, who is very, 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 very good, Sewell, uh, he sat out a whole year. Uh, does, does that take away from his future development? Uh, does he come back and, and, and come back and start right away where he left off? I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows the answer to that. But let me just tell you this about this draft. Normally, normally there's 18 Hundred players uh, declare for the draft. This year there was like 756. Wow! So you're not going to have as many uh, six-round picks to choose from. You're not going to have as many free agents to choose from. Uh, but it'll be interesting. I think the one thing about this draft, I think this is the first time that I could find out anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. Now <coughs> we. I'm choking her. That we didn't get a guy from uh, Montana drafted. Right. Yeah. That. Uh, well, they didn't play in the fall. And and does that affect a lot of these guys, in your opinion, that uh, that didn't play, uh, especially from the FCS schools? Well, Jason, let me say this: to you. you're too young to remember some of these great players that went in and and spent a year in the service or two years in the service. You know, Ted Williams is a great example of mm-hmm. baseball, but spent a year. In the service, and and it, they just it took them two two and a half years before they really came back to, to being what they were when they left. You know, it, it's like a student. You take off of a class for a year, and it's really hard to get your study habits back. You get them back eventually, but it's really hard to get them back initially and get them back as strong as you need to be. Gil Brand joining us, the NFL Hall of Famer, and uh, last year when we chatted, I. We, uh, we did a lot of uh, NFL Montana trivia. Of course, Pat Donovan, uh, great history, and, and such great guys. Jerry Kramer, of course, being a Montana guy. Um, but you mentioned no Montana guys this I year, Gil. I talked to Jerry just yesterday. Oh, did you? How's he doing? Well, he's up in Idaho. Right. And uh, he's, he's happy as a clam. <laughs> and uh, he went back to uh, 60 years ago when I first met him. Wow, that's uh, that. I mean, just those were some great years of football back then, weren't they? Yeah, I think they were, but I think we got some great years now. You know, the conference that uh, uh, should have—I don't know why all the teams. I don't know why Montana played two games. I guess and Montana State didn't play any. I can't tell you the reason for it. Eastern Washington uh, just got knocked out of the playoffs this last week, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know we're getting some schools like South Dakota State. Uh, who's pretty good, uh, that are in this uh, FCS uh, playoffs right now. Gil Brandt, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. 
Uh, speaking of FCS, North Dakota State quarterback Trey Lance, uh, the freshman who's played 17 games, where did you have him going? Well, I, I, I don't know if you know something I don't know, but I was told today that he's probably going to be the guy that's picked number three overall. Really, by the he's 49ers? Be, yeah. Now, I, I, I don't know if that's fact or not. You know, there's so many rumors going on right now. But they said that uh, you know, he's a guy that uh, uh, won the uh, high school state championship in Minnesota and, and wanted to go to Minnesota, but Minnesota didn't want him as a quarterback. They wanted him as a uh, as a safety. And he went elsewhere to school and uh, had, had, a, had a, you know, a great but very limited career at uh, North Dakota State and, and then just played one game this year that when they played Southern Arkansas, one of those schools this year. Uh, but I think he's pretty good is, is what I do. I think he's got a big, strong arm. And he's athletic. He's a very good basketball player. You know, one thing you look for, he was a basketball player, but he played guard. Now, a lot of times you have guys that are 6'4", that are football players that play basketball and they play center and they camp under the basket and, and, and knock all these 145-pound guys out of the way and put the rebound back in for two points or whatever it may be. So and we'll see tomorrow. But that's going to be uh, – that's that's been the best-kept secret of the draft so far. People that I talk to uh, that are very knowledgeable uh, – uh, uh, they don't know the answer to that question. Where, when you when you watch film, Gil, what do you look for? The first thing. Well, Jason, I quit watching film about four years ago, and it became tape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so when you're watching digital. Yeah, you know, you know. Let, let, let me tell you what you look for. You look for a lot of things. Uh, you know, there's there's. Five areas of a football player. Quickness, agility, and balance, one area. Strength and explosion, another area. Mental alertness, another area. Competitiveness, another area. Uh, and, and speed, another area. And, and you know, if you see a guy that you're looking at uh, that gets caught from behind uh, as, a, as a wide receiver or a running back, uh, you don't want him because he's not going to be able to make any big plays for you. You want to find a guy that competes on every play. And, and, and you're a guy that competes on every day. You, you do a great job with your show. Uh, you need to be complimented on it. But you want to be, you want to have competitors. Just guys that are really, really good competitors is what you want to have. And so you want to have guys that got skill. Uh, Kyle Pitts, uh, six foot five, 250, runs about four, four, three, or something like that. Uh, you, you want to be a guy like, uh, look for guys like Zach Wilson of BYU who improved every week and every game this last year and, 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 and BYU ended up only losing one game and might be the second player picked in the draft. So do you have Trevor Lawrence, number one? Trent, Trevor Lawrence is, I want you to look at him this way. He's John Elway as an athlete. He's, he's, he's Manning. Manning is a smart football prayer. So he's a combination of those two, and I don't think you can get much better than that. Wow, that is quite the compliment there, Elway and Manning. That's uh, so he's going to Jacksonville, and then uh, Wilson at two. 
what's a name in the top ten maybe that, that might surprise people besides Trey Lance? A name in the top ten that might surprise people. Well, uh, let me throw out Jalen Phillips to you. And if, this is a medical thing. If he's okay in the medical, Jalen Phillips, uh, who uh, went to, to initially went to uh, uh, UCLA and then transferred, uh, but has had some some uh, problems uh, with uh, with injuries. Is what it is. I think the guy that. Uh, uh, we're going to look at as the, as the most unusual pick in the first ten rounds uh, might be a guy named uh, J.C. Horn of, of South Carolina, Joe Horn's son, who might be a top ten pick as a uh, as a uh, defense back corner. Do you still take a running back? Uh, do you not take one in the first round? Is that the the general consensus? I, I think that there might be a chance that Harris goes in the first round. But I don't think he will go in the first round. And I tell you what, I think you can go into the second or third round and, and get some guys uh, that are that are pretty good running backs and not have to waste the first round draft choice on uh, is what it is. So uh, you know, look for that to happen. Look for uh, look for North Carolina. It's got, it's got a running back. They've got two running backs is what they've got. But uh, they've got one. Uh, not Brown. I'm trying to think of his name now. Uh, he caught me in a sleepy afternoon. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, uh, very probable that, uh, that a first round, uh, there won't be a first round pick. And if it is, it's probably the Clemson guy. Okay. Who, who incidentally, when you think of the Clemson guy, NTR, think of, uh, think of the great, uh, Kansas City uh, running back about eight or nine years ago, uh, that, that was so good. Uh, compare him to him. Okay. Well, I'm, uh, I know you're a busy guy. I'm going to let you go, but, uh, appreciate the time as always and, and love chatting with you. Um, when you, when you come into Montana next? Well, I wish I was there today. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful today. I got out and get, did 18 before the show. So that's, that's uh, nice. You, you, you know, you live in a great state. You're so lucky. I love it. You've got a great family around you. So yeah. you're so lucky. Well, I, uh, anytime you want, you know, I turned down high-paid deals like this to come on with you. Well, I, I appreciate that. You are a great friend and uh, just a great guy. All right. Anything else can we do for you? I think that'll do it for now, what, my friend. What did you do with those cards I sent you, those signed cards? I'm going to give some away more uh, because I've got T-shirts to give away. In fact, I should send you a polo. I need your uh, – I'll send you a uh, Jason Walker Show shirt. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, Let me give it. You got – can you write fast? Yeah. I got your address. And I got your address. We won't give it out on, on there. Okay. Yeah, I got your address, and uh, I'll send you a shirt. Uh, say hi to the family, and uh, appreciate the time. You know, the cards are a collector's items. They, they are. Card, card have made a great comeback. Hey, so those... if anybody's got any old cards and up in the attic and or down in the basement, uh, go check your star, store if you got one because uh, people are paying good, good money for them. Those autographed cards of yours were a collector's item and a hot ticket last year, and I know that uh, the ones you sent this year will be again. So I appreciate those. Good. 
Take care, Jason. All right. Thanks, Gil. Keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. That is Gil Brandt joining us, the NFL Hall of Famer. Does a lot of great work with uh, NFL.com and uh, just a great guy. I've, I've known Gil, gosh, I think since 1989. And uh, just a great family friend and uh, a great guy. So we do have some autographed Gil Brandt cards. Remember, he went to the Hall of Fame a couple years ago. And he was one of the guys that changed and revolutionized the NFL draft. They brought in the Dallas Cowboys, him and, and Tom Landry and, and Tex Ram. They brought in the the computer era back in the 60s. I mean, this is that's how far back it goes. So uh, he's a very successful uh, guy. He knows his football and uh, love having Gail talk to us uh, all the time. But uh, there you go. So Trevor Lawrence, number one. And he said Trey Lance may be number three to San Francisco. How would that be? It's It comes down to maybe Trey Lance or Mac Jones. Think about that. I mean, that's how crazy it is. Uh, two quarterbacks for the 49ers. Um, Gil Brandt's got, got or heard that Trey Lance could be going to uh, uh, at, at third. Um, I did see uh, Chris Sims' draft mock draft had uh, Trey Lance going eight to Washington. So we'll see. We'll see. But appreciate Gil joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk some golf with an assistant golf professional who won an award last year because he's, like, good and stuff. But it's really for what he does. Um, it's not really how good he golfs. It's just how, how well he is with, well, kids. Ryan Cutter will join us, the assistant golf pro here at Green Meadow Country Club. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Coming right back, talking golf next. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professional. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. 
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. A forgotten hit of the 80s after the fire, Der Commissar. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Um, that was a great song. Der Commissar did it. It was written by Falco. Falco killed in a car wreck in 2004, 5. But uh, he also did uh, Rock Me Amadeus. So dropping a little musical knowledge for you there on a, a Tuesday here at Green Meadow Country Club. That is where our major mortgage man cave is right now because our uh, studio is under remodeling. Renovation, I guess. Uh, this guy here, his name is Ryan Cutter, and uh, he is not an NFL Hall of Famer. Uh, so I'm going to type in your little assistant golf pro, GMCC. Got to put your name in. There. Um, all right. Now we can bring him in, give him the introduction. How are you? Doing well, Jason. Hey, thanks, thanks for having for, me. No, thanks for coming yeah, up. Of course. Um, all right. You're gonna. Oh, by the way, Gil Brandt just said Trey Lance from North Dakota State might might be going third. Ooh. To uh, San Francisco. I like that. Big one. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Could. Um, all right. Ryan Cutter joining us. He doesn't know anything about football. Um, uh, a little bit. But you know, well, he knows. <laughs> who's your? Who's your? Oh, you were basketball <clears throat> when you were chasing me around. Oh yeah. Yeah. Denver Nuggets. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, but you're a golf pro. You're the assistant golf pro here. Um, Third year? Uh, two years fully in. This is my third season. So, yeah, coming going up. into your third yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. I see. I know what I'm talking about. Um, you won an award last year. Let's start there. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, I won uh, for our Western Montana chapter PGA of the Pacific Northwest section. I won our Youth Player Development of the Year Award. What does that mean? Um, so, <clears throat> it depends. So, people get nominated for these awards throughout our Western Montana chapter. So basically, Butte, Helena, and Great Falls are as far east as our chapter goes, and then we kind of go up into the Flathead area and, and north and south of there. Um, and all the golf pros within that section get nominated for such awards, and then from there you fill out a bio, get sent to our awards committee, and... And you won. And I won. It's uh, yeah. because you, you did such great work last year with the juniors here uh, in Helena. You're going to be doing some more stuff with the juniors um, on Thursday and again all year. But um, how did why juniors? I mean, what what's the draw there? I mean, you're dealing with it's hard enough to deal with adults giving lessons, but you're give, you're teaching kids how to play golf. Yeah, uh, that's the future of our game. Right. You know, that's that's the future of this industry. I feel strongly as as a PGA professional that my job is to grow the game as much as possible. And by starting with the youth and getting them kind of hooked on the game early, uh, give them the bug early. So they say that, you know, even if they give up the game for a few years as they get older, you know, high school, college, 
uh, once they're older and working, they're going to come back and they're going to remember Green Meadow Country Club and, and how much fun they had out here. Um, and, and they're going to stick with the game when they get older. So that's the goal there is to just, just grow the game of golf. And that's key. And have you noticed the growth over the last couple of years? I have, um, personally, because our first year doing it, um, PGA Junior League was, was our main um, junior program. We also did a, do a junior camp throughout the summer. Uh, junior camp my first year here was about 130 kids, which was a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, PGA Junior League was only about 26 kids. Uh, and then last year we couldn't do our junior camp because of obvious reasons. Can't have 130 <laughs> rascals running around during COVID season. Um, but we were able to do, fortunately, we were able to do PJ Junior League, and we went from 26 kids my first year to 76 kids last nice. year. So yeah. they like you. I guess. They must. <laughs> Someone has to. <laughs> it's the kids. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Cutter joining us here at Green Meadow Country Club. He is the assistant golf pro. Um, what's the biggest difference teaching kids to teaching an adult, like my wife, for instance? Um, it depends on the age range. Um, so this past winter, I got something that's called American Development Model certified. Uh, it's pretty much the gold standard now for PGA and LPGA professionals um, when teaching youth. And it's based off of different developmental stages based on their age. Um, so when we're talking, like, the junior camp that we're going to be holding, ages 7 and under are pretty much just developing motor skills all across so mm-hmm. it's it's not so much really golf forward it's more just developing their motor skills as as a human um but then you get into kind of eight to eleven years old where they've got good motor skills then we start getting into fundamentals of golf um and then as as we get older and play to compete you know there's there's different aspects so that's why i like it so much is because you know depending on their age and ability there is a wide array of things that you can teach them. So we have some 11-year-olds out here that would beat 18-year-old kids out here, you know. There's there's a what how old is the little I mean little Jordan Spieth? John Gilbert. Yeah, yeah he's I think just turned 12. Okay. And he yep. can beat a lot of the older guys. Yeah, I mean he <laughs> he's he lives here. Yeah, I mean he's from our middle tee box, our men's middle tee box. He shot under par. I think Either under par or even par a couple of times last year from there. So from yeah. the rails. Yeah, kid is extremely talented. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what I shot today, um, but I got new irons. I was so my distances were off. Yeah, sure. That's a legit thing. Yeah, yeah, we can call it that. It is. It's true. Uh, Ryan Cutter joining us. Speaking of the junior league, Thursday coming up. You, uh, golf pro Chad Carlson, and uh, GM Todd Fitterer are doing something. Pretty cool, and then you're gonna tr- you're gonna not try. You are gonna do a hundred holes in one day. That's about five and a half rounds of golf. That it is, yeah. It'll <laughs> it'll be interesting. That's uh, a, a lot of golf in one day, but it's definitely for a good cause. Um, Chad and I are gonna be raising money for the Ray Hunthausen Junior Golf Foundation, uh, which helps us run our junior programs, mm-hmm. um, buys us a bunch of material so that we can train the kids properly uh, also awards college scholarships to high school students um in helena so really really good cause for for golf and then todd fitter will be raising money for the lewis and clark humane society so which is another good cause yeah so i course. think the wife is going to root for todd because she loves animals yeah. more than she loves golf. who doesn't love animals yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, more than she loves kids too um, except ours. She loves ours. Um, 
She just doesn't like your kids. You're going to be hey. sleeping on the couch tonight after that one. Well, who says I don't? Uh, Ryan Cutter joining us. See, that's the nice thing about Ryan out here is we've had a lot of fun. Um, he can dish it, but he can't take it. Well, no, he can. Yeah, I can. Um, all right. So you've got an interesting story. And uh, before we hit on it, by the way, you like the uh, – can you – without looking, do you know what hole that is? Behind us? Yeah. Can we zoom in? I can't really. Yeah. Well, no, I don't want you to read it. Oh. No, I don't. Okay. That is Torrey Pines South Course number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you knew that, yeah. though, didn't you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you golfed Torrey Pines? I have not. No. I haven't either. We should one go. Day. One day. One day. Let's do it. Chad and Todd take off all the time. Why? We should just go. No, they don't. We go play tournaments every once in a while. Pro-Ams every Monday. Yeah, I never. In, let me know. I never get asked to go play in these things. No, you. you ask my handicap us. Monday, every Monday. Every Monday. Yeah, I can take a Monday off. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'm in. Handicaps included or no? Yeah, of course. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you can want me in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, although you trained or you trained, you coached the wife, so she's um, she's gotten pretty good. Yeah, she did a lot better, at least in her uh, winter league. She got better. I wouldn't say she. I mean. I I got us into the what the semifinal single handedly when she didn't no, no, play no, well that no, day. No, no, no. Single handedly that day, I did. Mm, I don't know about that. Yes, I did. Her okay. handicap yeah, still uh, wasn't under. You part. guys were a great team. We'll we were a great that. team, yeah. and we, we won it all. Yep. We won it all. Yeah. Hey, uh, all right. So you're uh, you've got an interesting story, um, and everybody out here who knows Ryan, uh, we've seen him in shorts in the winter, and and but your legs don't get cold because there are none. Yeah, there I mean, are. I, and I don't mean that <laughs> we joke about it, but <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's you. You don't have legs, and you're a hell of a golfer. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so help. How? Yeah. Well, I was lucky enough that when I was young, um, just a kid, my parents didn't really see it as a disability. I was well. Let's set the story straight. I was born uh, with a deformation in my legs. Had both my legs amputated at birth. Um, and ever since then, my, my parents never really saw it as a disability, and so they got me involved in um, basketball, soccer, baseball, swimming, golf. Um, as I got older, my family's pretty competitive, so golf was really the only one that I could keep up with all the rest of the kids. Uh, running was quite difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I really, really took to golf pretty young um, just because just cause I could beat all the other kids um and kind of went from there played a lot of junior golf growing up so that's another reason i love teaching juniors is because that part of my life meant so much to me Mm. and i kind of want to give that back to to our community here in helena even though i didn't grow up here but it'd be nice for those juniors to kind of have that throughout their life um but yeah i played at high school golf for my high school team uh, in los angeles and then kind of gave up the game for four or five years you know went away to college and was doing other stuff and uh, moved out to Denver and didn't really know what I wanted to do and it all just came back to golf and you know those younger years and were the best times of my life playing golf and so I was like I'm going to try and be a PGA professional why not and you are I am which is cool yeah (laughs) um all right so but what's the I mean you don't know but what's the difference between someone who doesn't have legs uh, and has prosthetics, or someone who's you know like me or anybody else. How how different is it to hit? Uh, I think it's you know I work with plenty of you know able-bodied people. I've only worked with a couple uh, with disabilities, but 
um, especially the golf swing, your lower body is, is so important to, to get through the golf ball and to create speed, um, that they do have those those ankles and, and calf muscles and uh, I'm missing my right thigh, but to, to rotate that lower body through. I see the biggest difference probably is when I'm on wet ground, even if I have spikes in my shoes. Uh, I tend to slip out a little bit more. I don't have that lower body to keep me grounded pretty well. Uh, that's where I see the biggest difference, but, you know, flexibility in, in turning in the backswing since my right thigh, there is no right thigh, very limited rotation in my backswing, um, but I get through the ball well enough to, to hit it. I think just, you know, that's the beauty of this game. It just anybody can play this game. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be, when I was a kid, I golfed with a 87-year-old man that would shoot his age every single time. When it hit it farther than 150 yards, but it was always right down the middle. Um, but that's why this game is so beautiful, is, is anybody in the world can play. You know, I've seen plenty of people with uh, Parkinson's disease where, you know, they are kind of shaky and then they get up and just have this beautiful tempo and, and it just smooths them out. Um, when I was in college, we did <clears throat> a little research about how um, autism and golf and how it affects kids with autism mm. and when they're swinging the club it kind of for whatever reason I don't know why but it there's almost a regeneration of their brain where it, it kind of helps them with their autism wow. so there's a lot of different uh, great things that golf brings to to everyone in life and and I think that's kind of my goal as a PGA professional is to show people that like this game really is for everyone like it's it's a good time out there I have a good friend, uh, Saul Martinez, who's part of uh, Wounded Warriors and, and Quiet Waters and, and that organization. Uh, he doesn't have legs. He lost them in, in Afghanistan. Um, he can crush the ball. Yeah. And watching you on the simulator, I've never seen you out in real life, um, but you guys can crush. And it's just upper body strength. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's lower body rotation and and the physics of the so golf you're, swing. You're, but it's all in the hips. Yeah, as Chubbs, as Chubbs best put it, yeah. <laughs> it's all in the hips. Um, what's your best score? Uh, 68. Okay. Mm-hmm. No 59 on the card for you? <laughs> Not even close, no. <laughs> all right. Uh, how, okay, how far do you hit your driver? Um, anywhere, on average, probably about 285. Uh, can go, depends. I was up in Polson and I hit one like 335. Nice. Yeah. Downhill with the wind behind you? A little bit. Nice. But <laughs> I had that 18 out here the other day when it was blowing north to south. Yeah. I got an almost 300 yarder. There you go. Yeah. Not a boy. Yeah. It's <laughs> all You're that. bulking up. I am. I am. Um, so Thursday, though. Thursday, yes. You're not cutting, uh, shutting the course down. So you guys have asked generously that if uh, if you're coming up on our butts to get out of your way. Yeah. And if, just let you go through. Yeah, if you could. I mean, it's for a good cause. Yeah. And we really do want to get the 100 holes of golf in. Um, you know, I don't know if it's mandatory that the 100 holes get played all in one day, but our goal is to do it for charity. And it's I think it's a good cause and a, and a good reason for us to get out there and and. You know, if we do see anybody out there, hopefully we'll have a couple spotters out in front of us letting groups in front of us know, hey, you know, these guys are coming up and, and they're trying to get through 100 holes today for a good cause. So, yeah, it'll be be a lot of golf. Uh, I'm going to be exhausted at the end of the day. Might need 
a 40 minute hot tub after just to <laughs> make sure my body's not are you dead. are you working friday then or no are any of you guys working friday yeah we have uh demo day oh that's right demo, demo day. day friday <laughs> april 30th so yes uh yeah but that's only noon to five yeah it's 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 a lot of running back and forth but we'll manage um when you missed was it two weeks ago on a friday i believe you missed a putt on 10 i was right behind you i was coming up uh yeah. 18. You missed badly from off the fringe. Um, what was that? Was that birdie or was that for par? For birdie. Okay. So did you hit your par putt though? Uh, I don't remember. You I were crabby. So. Crabby. Uh, you know, I can get that way sometimes. I was like, what What read was that? Well, it got closer than you could have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we like to banter back and forth. I would like to play like a legit round of golf with you. Yeah, you're more and not just a pro am. I, I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah, nobody's ever brought that up to me. Well, now you know. Every Monday, well, not this next Monday, but every well, Monday after this that. One, next Monday. We just have a pro am scheduled for oh. the third. Okay. And we have open house here on the third, so we mm. got to stick around. And speaking of uh, here, Green Meadow Country Club, the bunker project. Yeah. A lot of people are excited about it all around town. Um, it, it, it's 18 was closed today. The green, but yep. there's some um, there's some new stuff going in, and some uh, and like oh, yeah. if you've golfed out here, things are changing for the better. But it's going to be some holes are going to be a lot harder, and some not so much. Yeah, I think uh, I think overall it'll probably play a little bit more fair, just because we are getting new sand. And it's going to be kind of consistent throughout the golf course where I know a lot of times our bunkers were shaped kind of flat. So when it would rain, the mm-hmm. water would just sit in there. Then the bunker would get really firm and hard and, and the sand would be inconsistent throughout the golf course. So now they're reshaping all the bunkers, uh, making sure that there's proper drainage so that when it does rain, that water doesn't just sit in there and make, make firm sand. So the sand will be a lot more consistent. So I think that'll help everyone because because they'll know what they're getting into. But, yeah, there are going to be some uh, some new things out there that are going to make this course a, a little bit more tough. And five is changing. And five is normally very hard anyway because you're shooting 130 yards over the pond. Into about 70-mile-per-hour winds. <laughs> into the wind <laughs> normally. Um, and that's a small green downhill slope. But how's five going to change? So they're lifting up the, the front edge of five. Okay. Um, so... I don't know how many years ago I wasn't here, but that green used to be a little more flat on the front side of it. Oh, okay. But that pond right in front Holds kind down. of pulled it down a little bit. So they're uh, pulling it up there so that we can actually have a, a front pin location. Because normally if you land there and it spins all the way back uh, off into the water, that's like still Like the grind? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was a fun one. Um, all right. Favorite? Okay, so you play. What do you play? Ping? Are you a ping guy? Yeah, I'm on staff with ping. Okay. Yep. Um, and then what ball? Uh, right now I'm kind of back and forth between TaylorMade and Titleist. Okay. Actually, yeah, they both supply me golf balls, and you know, you never know. Some nice. some days I'm a Titleist guy. Some some days I'm TaylorMade. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, how many? Take me through your set. You got driver. Take me down it. Uh, ping G425 driver, 10.5 degree stiff shaft. Do we that much information? No, I just yeah. I want to know if you have hybrids, if, what your irons, what your wedges. Yeah. And okay. Uh, I go driver, 
three wood, and then I have a, a driving iron, so mm. not not a hybrid, um, and then four iron through um, gap wedge, and then I've got a fifty six and a sixty degree wedge. Okay. Yep. I've got a fifty two and a sixty, and I just got an A wedge. There you go. Where's my A fit in there? Your gap wedge should be like so sixty. I got 56. my sixty, fifty two, and then pitching wedge. So your gap wedge might be close to that fifty two. Okay. Your A wedge. Yeah. It literally says A on it. Yeah, that's your approach wedge, is yeah. what our gap wedge. Uh, but I need a fifty. Utility wedge, right? whatever. Different companies call it different things, but fifty six is your standard sand wedge, and then fifty two would be your gap wedge because a pitching wedge is usually forty eight degrees mm. of loft. So that fifty two usually cuts between the fifty six and forty eight. Okay. Yeah. So we could always go hit a couple and. And see if they're going the same distance or not. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um, all right. Favorite course that you've ever played? Oh, that's really tough. That's really tough. Can I just go favorite in Montana? Sure. Since this is Montana Sports Radio. But it's hurting. I mean, I have I have fans in Ireland. I have no idea how, but that's my second biggest country after the U.S. Is really? Ireland. Yeah. And I'm Scottish. Is it your accent, maybe? No, I don't have an accent. You're not even wearing green. That's blue. I know, that's Turquoise, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's not St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I'm not even Irish. I know. Um, okay, favorite course in Montana, not in Helena? Uh, probably Rock Creek Cattle Company. Okay. Well, you've been lucky enough to golf there. Most of us won't. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for the rest of All the population. Right. <laughs> of course that the rest of the population is going to go to. Uh, we just got back from Polson Bay Golf Course. Um, I really love the layout there, but not only that, you get the view of the Mission Mountains right there, especially this time of year with snow-capped Mission Mountains, and then you got, you're right there on the lake. Uh, I don't know if there's better views on a golf course in Montana than, than Polson Bay. That's... Pretty spectacular. That's a good one. Um, Wilderness Club, Eureka, was pretty good. I haven't played Wilderness yet. You should, you should try it. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Okay. Um, ultimate dream course that you would get to go play? I mean, standard Augusta National really? is everyone's. but no, um, not mine. I mean, there's two standards. The old course at St. Andrews yep. okay. and then Augusta. Um, I'd have to put old course first, I think because I haven't played it yet, and that's the home of golf. So it would make sense to do that in right. front of Augusta. But uh, the Masters Tournament, I've watched that since I was probably four years old. I remember sitting on the TV or sitting right in front of the TV just staring, watching all those guys play the Masters Tournament. For some reason, I don't know if it's just – it's not the golf course. I think it's just the tradition unlike any other. Wow. That's trademarked, and I don't think uh, we can use that here. A Maybe we can. A tradition that's different a tradition. from others. Okay. See, I'm not, I don't like the Masters. I'm not the Masters guy. And You're I love not? golf. No, I, I am. I'm more of the the. Um, well, the Open is obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like the Presidents Cup, the Ryder Cup. Yes. Yeah. U.S. against the world. I love. I mean, you get that, Ryder Cup once Ryder every Cup four years. Great. Which is there? Which is the one that's every two years? Or do they go well, President's Cup? Yeah. And, yeah. So it's like the winter and summer Olympics. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, those are different because 
you don't get them every single year, right? Right. For a tournament that you get every single year, it's hard to beat the Masters, yeah, in my opinion. U.S. Open. It's my opinion. You know, it sucks, but <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> um, hey, this was fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you. Of course. Stick around. i got to wrap up the, okay. some stuff. we got to do some, some, uh, some yard work here, or housekeeping. Um, that's Ryan Cutter. He is uh, the assistant golf pro here at uh, Green Meadow Country Club. And he's going to stick with us while we do On This Day in History, which is brought to you by Big Sky Printwear. We print what you wear. Tuesday, April the 27th, it is Babe Ruth Day today. It is Devil Dog Day, Prime Rib Day. I'm not a prime rib guy. Mm. No, never really. Ouch, that hurts. Uh, It's also Tell a Story Day. Golfers are great at telling stories. Um, But not as good as fishermen. Right? Who's Who's the best golfer of all time? Of all time? All time. Best golfer of all Best time. Best golfer of all time. Mm. My opinion? It's, it's well, yeah. <laughs> I have to say Tiger Woods. He nope. got me into the game when I was young. Sitting there, like it's I just said, Jack. when I was like seven years old, sitting in front of the TV watching Tiger Woods Masters. Four. Well, he won in 97. Tell the story day right here. Tiger Woods won in 97. So you he were, didn't win in 94. Well, when were you born? 90. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the uh, fourth Summer Olympic Games opened up in London in 1908. There, uh, Jim Tobin of the Boston Braves pitched a no-hitter. Babe Ruth Day celebrated Yankee Stadium and throughout the U.S. That is why it is Babe Ruth Day. Uh, wrestler Freddie Blassie in 1953 coined the term pencil neck geek. I don't think either one of us. Are, no, no, I think, yeah. Uh, Rocky Marciano retired from uh, boxing undefeated world heavyweight champ 1956. NFL officially recognizes the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Kansas City Royals pitcher Steve Busby with a no-hitter in 1973. Nolan Ryan became the strikeout king in 1983. Uh, and then he went on to pitch like 11 more years. Dude's a stud. Greatest pitcher of all time. One of them. Greatest right-hander, I think. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. Uh, 1994, the seventh longest hockey game in the NHL. 125 minutes, 43 seconds. And it was a one nothing game. How about that? Twins uh, righty Scott Erickson with a no-hitter on this date in 1994. Samuel Morse was born, the inventor of the telegraph and Morse code, 1791. I actually went to uh, elementary school or middle school with uh, his, like, grandson. Really? Great-grandson or something. Yeah. He did a presentation on his Morse code. That's fun fact. That's really cool. Yeah. Did you know Ulysses S. Grant? He was born on this date in 1822. No, I was unaware. Okay. 1896, Rogers Hornsby, great baseball player. Chuck Knox, great football coach, 1932. Casey Kasem, born on this date, 1932. Not only the creator of the American Top 40, do you know what else he was? No, he you, was, got, you got me, Alex. He was the original voice of Shaggy. Oh, I did not know that. Um, Sheena Easton's birthday today from uh, Glasgow, Scotland, uh, 1959. For Your Eyes Only, the Bond movie. She also did uh, Strut. Um, she had a couple other great songs. Um, um, Come Inside My Sugar Tree. Is that what it's called? Sugar Land? I don't remember. It's a great song, though. Written by Prince. Uh, Ruth Handler died on this date in 2002. She invented the Barbie doll. 1984, 70 inches of snow fell at Red Lodge, Montana. And uh, that's a... Oh, in 1893, um, there was a a change in New Zealand of the Liberal Party, and Richard 
King Dick Sedan took over. That's his name. It was King Dick. 1893. New Zealand. The walk-off is now, and it is, uh, as soon as I can get to the music, I need a producer. You want, what else are you doing? Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Hey, hope you had a great day today. Um, I know I did. Ryan Cutter, assistant golf pro here at Green Meadow Country Club. Um, if you are a member, get signed up for junior leagues. You got a lady league thing tonight, or ladies meet yeah, and greet. Uh, spring fling is tonight. It's a little uh, precursor to our ladies league, which will start next Tuesday. Uh, they're getting all together and, you know, having some appetizers and a few drinks and going over. And yeah, yeah, so they can all hang out and have a good time. Like a bunch of just a bunch of women hanging out. Yeah, it's a good time to get out on the course. Yeah, no. I think I got the little one though because the wife's going to be here. Um, I've got in trouble though. I keep saying the wife. I'm supposed to say my wife. Yeah, she she is your wife. Right, but it's a <clears throat> is that well, you're not married. You you don't know. <laughs> I just it's possessive. I don't want to. I don't possess her. No. It's the wife. Yeah. There you go. Um, it's better than what she calls me, which is not the husband. So, um, hey, tomorrow, um, I have no idea who we're going to talk to, but it's going to be fun. Thursday, Barry Abrams previews Kentucky Derby, and Bill Ingvall will join us. He's got a show coming up Sunday here at the Civic Center in Helena, uh, but Bill Ingvall will talk. Uh, remember a year ago, was it in January, uh, we talked to Bill Ingvall here on the Jason Walker Show about prostate health. We'll find out how Bill's prostate is doing and um, does he prefer well, – well, we'll ask Bill Ingvall on Thursday uh, what type of doctor he prefers for his prostate. Elton John or long and skinny? Because Elton John short and stubby. Fingers. That's all I got. I didn't wear my golf hat. Fail. I know. Um, Gil Brandt joined us today as well. NFL draft coming up Thursday. You've got uh, Trevor Lawrence going number one, some dude from BYU number two, and possibly NDSU's Trey Lance at three. That would be pretty cool. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks to Gil. We'll do it again tomorrow. Go to jasonwalkershow.com if you missed anything. And uh, I think we're going to go hit some balls here at Torrey Pines. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 right here at Jason Walker Show presented. By Capital Collision Center. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.